0: We've all heard that saying about lying straight in bed at night. It turns out that the way we live our lives has a lot to do with our sense of confidence or, alternately, the uncertainty that we feel in our hearts. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to A Different Perspective. One of the interesting things about the game of golf is that it relies absolutely on honesty. In that sense, it's different from just about every other game. You see, in golf, if you mark your scorecard incorrectly, you have to disqualify yourself from the game. I remember once when the famous golfer Greg Norman was leading and he had to do that. Seems that in just about every other sport, people try and get away with whatever they can, so long as the umpire or the referee doesn't see it. It must be hard to disqualify yourself from a rich golfing tournament, particularly when you're in the lead. But there's something about that sort of integrity that helps you sleep straight at night, gives you a gentle assurance in a goodness that, that somehow is better than winning the game. What do you think? This week on the program, we've been looking at living a confident life in uncertain times. Uncertainty is something we can't avoid. There are always things in our lives that are outside our control that can really impact on us that we don't have certainty about. That uncertainty can gnaw away at the lives. It does for so many people. And that's why we've been looking at what it means to have that quiet confidence in uncertain times, that gentle assurance, that peace, that joy, you know, no matter what the world throws at us. 2,000 years ago, one of the apostles of Jesus, Peter, in his letter, 1 Peter chapter 1, right at the beginning, writes this, from Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the exiles of the dispersion scattered through Pontus and Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia and Bithynia, who have been chosen and destined by God the Father and sanctified by the Spirit to be obedient to Jesus and to be sprinkled with his blood. May grace and peace be yours in abundance. And he was writing to people who had undergone incredible persecution. The reason they were dispersed, the reason they'd been scattered was to flee from the persecution of the Romans. During the course of this week on the programs, we've looked at the basis that Peter's been talking about for having that grace and that peace, the fact that we've been chosen and destined by God. Set apart clean by his spirit, forgiven through the blood of Christ as he died on the cross. It doesn't matter what uncertainty is going on, doesn't matter what other people are doing, doesn't matter if mountains are falling into the ocean and the nations are raging against one another. God means for you and for me to have a quiet sense of peace and certainty in our lives. And the last one I'd like to look at is living a true life, a good life, a life that's about love and gentleness, a life that pours itself out for others rather than running over the top of them for its own ends. Have a listen to what Peter writes a little bit later in that same chapter in verses 17 to 23. Since you call on the Father who judges each person's work impartially, live your lives as strangers here in irreverent fear. who raised him from the dead and glorified him, and so your faith and your hope are in God. Now that you've purified yourselves by obeying the truth so that you have a sincere love for your brothers and sisters, love one another deeply from the heart, for you have been born again not of perishable seed, but of imperishable seed through the living and enduring word of God. Live your lives in reverent fear. It's really interesting. The word literally means fear and dread and terror. Get a grip. Get things into perspective. Ultimately, God will judge each one of us. We don't like to hear that much, but it's true. I mean, the children that we have in our homes, my children, I love, I nurture, I help, I advise them, I protect them. They come under my covering. It's a, a privilege as well as my rules. And as they've grown into young adults, ultimately, if they don't want to live that way, if they can't sign up to the way that we live in our house, honouring God, well, you know something? They can't live in our home. It's the natural order of things. And it's the same thing that Peter's saying here. He brings us back to what Jesus has done. My Christians seem to talk a lot about that, that he died and he rose again, and we have faith and hope, But as we live day by day in that reverent fear, just as we did as we were growing up under the authority of our parents, as we live a life according to what he says, not what we want, God changes us. He purifies us. This fruit grows in us, this love and this joy and this peace and patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. And, you know, as we live that sort of a life, you know what happens our confidence grows. It's like growing up from being a child to being an adult. I mean, as we do that, we go through the school of hard knocks, we learn from our parents, we let them be our mum and our dad, and we put up with them because of all their sacrifices and who they are. And as we grow through that and they walk alongside us, gradually we get a gentle confidence that we're heading down the right path. Just recently, our eldest son, Simon, just bought his first small home unit. It's tough getting into the real estate market where we are. It's not easy. But we've been there along the journey with him, and he's learned so much. He's grown, and he's developed, and he's done it well, and he's got a quiet assurance. And I guess that's kind of what Peter's talking about here. If we're in life for what we can get out of it, if we walk all over people, if we're rude and, and arrogant and selfish... You know something, we'll have lots of uncertainties in life. To tell you the truth, before I gave my life to Jesus, that's exactly how I was. I was just in it for me to get more money, to get more kudos, to get higher up the ladder, to get a bigger car. And when you live your life like that, I can tell you firsthand that sort of arrogance and selfishness leads to uncertainty, always wondering who's going to stab me in the back, who's coming after me. The old maxim as Jesus said, you live by the sword, you die by the sword. But if we just get up every day, just place our faith and our hope in the grace of Jesus Christ and just do the best we can for him. You know, not, we're never going to be perfect. I'm never going to be perfect, but we just do our best. We grow and we mature even when it's hard, even on those days when it's scary, even though people come against us, even though there's uncertainties and fear, we just kind of, Lord, I just want to live for you today. You know, I just want to get up today and just do my best and love the people around me and do the good thing and the decent thing and honour you. You know what happens? When we do those things, our faith grows. Our hope grows. Our joy and our peace grows. Our relationship with Jesus grows. Because when we bring what we do, we lay it on the altar for him. We say, I'm going to lay this down, God. I'm going to do it your way. When we do that, when we bring out our behavior and our actions in line with what we believe, God honors that. God says, I will honor those who honor me. And he blesses that. We will go through trials, absolutely. But God wants us to have peace in those trials, He wants us to have joy in those trials. And when we just line up our life with him, there's a difference. He gives us this quiet confidence to live a life of confidence in uncertain times. Not arrogant, just a quiet, gentle assurance in Jesus that shines like a light in a dark and brutal world. Mind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So, if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, Stop by online at PowerfulPrayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is PowerfulPrayer.org I'm Bernie Tymor, catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au